Let's pray, shall we? Father God, we thank you that on this wonderful Easter morning, uh, those women had such a shock. And thank you that you've worked in them and in us down the ages, showing us that you are alive. We pray that knowing you're alive, you'll take hold of our hearts and minds, our eyes and ears right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Familiar words, those, aren't they? On the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Well, I could continue from the uh, St. John's version by saying members of St. John's and other churches put on the clothes they had prepared very early in the morning and so on and went down to the beach and enjoyed the sunrise service. When some of us did that this morning, uh, we had a reason. We were there because we were celebrating uh, what those women found that spelled out in Luke 24. The stone was rolled away. The tomb was empty. They found two angels who said to them, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Maybe the penny should have already dropped. They should have twigged, but it hadn't. So uh, they were told. The angel said to them, after they said, why are you looking for the dead, for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified on the third day, and be raised again. Then, I could almost add, and only then, they remembered Jesus' words. Actually, it's quite, um, it's quite encouraging to me that it takes a while for the penny to drop, uh, and that they'd kind of half forgotten what Jesus had said to them. Because after all, if this was fabricated, they'd have gone, oh yes, of course, Jesus said, didn't he? Uh, actually, you know, this is not fabricated. The accounts of the resurrection are real. Uh, because they didn't say, oh yeah, we knew that, because Jesus said it. Um, actually, they didn't believe it. And we'll, we'll see that carries on. Uh, some other people who probably had even better reasons to believe it uh, didn't believe after all but they took a, oh, took a little while for the penny to drop anyway the women look at verse 9 the women run from the tomb and uh, they were they went and told the other disciples uh, that uh, what, what they'd found when they went to the tomb but the other disciples again who, who could have said oh yeah Jesus said that but they didn't at all they didn't believe the women they didn't get it. The disciples who'd hung around with Jesus for three years didn't get it. So it's no surprise when we meet people and we try and share something of our faith with them and some of our excitement about Easter and uh, it's no surprise uh, when they don't get it. Actually it goes further. The disciples 
this is the second half of verse 11, if you're following along. Uh, the disciples thought the women's message, quote, sounded like nonsense. Now, I would uh, not be willing to say that kind of thing, or at least write it down, maybe nowadays, it's not very PC, but that's what the disciples, a bunch of men, thought of the news that had been brought to them by a bunch of women. They thought it sounded like nonsense. Dead people stay dead. They thought they knew. Again, I'm encouraged because it takes a while for the penny to drop. And if this stuff was made up, they'd have gone, oh yeah, of course. But they didn't. It took a while for the penny to drop. And that is great evidence that this is real. Peter, uh, we read, uh, he ran uh, to the tomb. And uh, uh, in John's Gospel, we're going to look at, uh, in our 10.30 service, how John reports it. There's no mention of, of John here. It doesn't say he wasn't there. It just doesn't mention him. It just mentions Peter. But um, uh, again, in a, in a, in a court case, if you're, if you're a juror, in a court case, you expect there to be slight differences between what the witnesses say. Because if everybody says exactly the same thing, then you realize it's a, there's been some sort of story cooked up. It's fabricated. But this isn't. There are slight differences. That should encourage us. Anyway, when Peter runs to the tomb, he finds it empty. And he sees the strips of linen in there. And again, he went away wondering. He didn't say, oh, yes, of course. He went away wondering. And gradually, the penny drops in Peter and in others that Jesus is risen. The implications of all that are what's really exciting. It's not just an interesting fact of history that uh, Jesus died and rose. It is, it is an interesting fact of history, but it's not just that. Implications are that he's alive now. His words are true. He can be trusted. We have a saviour. We have peace with God. We have eternal life and so much more. Everything hinges on the resurrection. Some of us were here last week on Saturday to hear Peter Walk say, well, if it wasn't for the resurrection... Actually, we wouldn't have even heard of Jesus. He'd just be another person uh, who had some interesting ideas, uh, ran around a bit, got executed, and that was the end of the story. But the point is, that wasn't the end of the story. We know about him because he was risen from the dead. Our Lent course uh, that some of us have been going through ended on Thursday. Uh, and we were ended by looking at Romans 10.9, uh, which is a really short checklist of what it is to be a Christian. If you say with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that uh, God raised him from the dead, then bingo. That's it. That's Paul's short list. And he then goes on to say, we can call on the name of the Lord. The proof of the pudding comes in the resurrection, that Jesus is Lord, that's, that's one, and he is raised from the dead. God did that. So that's a 
really short two-point recipe of what it is to be a Christian. And with that in mind, we can believe in our hearts, we can confess with our mouths, and we can call on the name of the Lord, bearing in mind that wonderful promise that all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that uh, the resurrection is real. Thank you that it has implications. The biggest implication is that you're alive and you hear us right now. We're sorry for the times when we've uh, written people off like uh, the disciples did and say, this seems like nonsense, talking about Jesus. But actually, uh, somewhere along the line, the penny has dropped in us. And we thank you for that. We pray, please, that you will help us to share that with others. And we pray that by the power of your spirit, when we're excited and share something of what we believe, we pray that others will find it too. In Jesus' name. Amen.